You're listening to One Sun, Three Flowers podcast, where we believe in connecting, unifying, and uplifting women. Self-published author, business owner, educator, mother, and poet, Courtney Brookins will help you bloom into your best self and encourage you to make self-care part of your daily practice. She will help you learn and connect with other women. Listen to honest conversations to help further your story. If you're ready to reach the next level of self, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, mother, and avocado enthusiast, Courtney Brookins. Flower Tribe, today I have joining with me Tia Whitlock. And I am I am so hello. I'm so excited for you to be here on this show today, Tia. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I, I, I'm really appreciating this opportunity. Thank you. You're welcome. So let's talk a little bit about who you are, because I want the listeners to really be able to connect with you on multiple levels. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, I am, okay. I'm 33 years old. I am a mother of two. My daughter is 10 and my son uh, is seven and uh, married. We've been married for almost 10 years now. Um, and my husband, Devin, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much, um, I'm one of those people that's really close. I'm really close to my mom. She's my best friend. So that's, <laughs> that's the type of person. I, that's, that's, that's me. If I'm, if I'm not with my, my family, I'm, I'm usually, you know, out at, at home. So that's, that's pretty much me. I'm a, I'm a homebody. Yeah. You're like, where are you, ma? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's totally me. I'm, I'm a total. Yeah, homebody. I love being with my family. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's that's wonderful. I can definitely connect and relate to just that loving of the that nuclear unit. Uh, yeah. Type <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the people that get you. <laughs> right. And so besides just like your family, you also have yeah. another component to you that you you launched something a few years ago. Right. Yeah, so um, I started, my family and I, uh, my mom wanted to start a, a business. And so we came down, we moved from Ratchacucamanga to my, to my mom's um, area in Carson, California. I realized that there weren't a lot of um, good schools in the area. And when I say good, I mean the, the, the ratings, the, the ratings were pretty low. Um, I, I live right outside of a school and I was hearing how this, the, the staff were speaking to the children. I was hearing how the children were speaking to each other. And I, I didn't think that it, it would be a good fit, you know, for um, my kids. It wasn't really what they were used to. And so I started homeschooling them. And from that, um, it, they did so well after I, I began to homeschool them that other people started to bring their kids or wanting to bring their kids to me because they were having some issues um, at their schools. And there's some really, really educated and really passionate I'm sorry, um, passionate teachers out there, but they have classrooms full of 35, upward to 40 kids, you know, in their rooms and they're not able to give every single child. They're not able to deliver um, the information that every child needs according to how they need it to be delivered to them, you know, how they can best learn from. So learn from the information there. So it's, It was it pretty much evolved, you know, for our area was something that our, our community needed. And slowly but surely the, the kids started coming in. Um, and after the first year, I had about 24 
kids um, in my wow. house. So, yeah. so just to kind of big piggyback off what you were saying, so you basically went from moving to for family reasons to having your children in an environment where you weren't necessarily satisfied with their schooling based off of the interactions with students to teacher, teacher to student, as well as class sizes and even curriculum. And from there, instead of looking for just another place to live, you're yes. motivated to start homeschooling them and thus beginning your own school. Yes. Yeah. Now, listen, you know, my, my husband had to take a really big leap of faith. You know, it, it, he, I asked if I could stay home <laughs> because yeah. I was working, I was working um, originally at Cedar sinai and liver transplant. Okay. I, I was on call working. I never saw my, when I was leaving, it was dark and I was coming home. It was dark. Um, oh, wow. And I didn't get to see my kids. And then I transferred to another hospital, Loma Linda University, which was awesome. And I still really wasn't seeing my kids. The were, way you I, a, were you a RN? What, what, what was your position when you were working these long hours? I was, I was a, a surgeon's assistant. So okay, I was, okay. I had, yeah, so I had to be like with there with, um, right there with them. And I worked with the families, um, for a short time, I worked for mechanical circulatory support, which was artificial hearts. So I had to, I worked with the families that were going to get the transplant that were going to get, get the, um, the mechanism put in. Um, I went to the homes to make sure they were, it was safe for them to go to. I was in and out of the, uh, of the family's homes in and out of the hospitals with the patients and the families and, um, and, and the things like that. And it just, it was rewarding. It just didn't allow me to be home, you know, with, with my, my family. And so I, 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 I took a leap of faith, um, along with my husband and I said, um, that, that we're at the school and the mom was like, you know, I just, can I bring my daughter to you? And so I always joke and say, I started with three kids and two were mine, you know, and oh. I always tell people that. And sometimes, you know, they get frustrated. They're starting their cares and they can't get it going. I said, listen, I started with three kids and two were mine, you know, and they always laugh. And I'm like, it, it's so true that I, I, I did. But um, I was because, you know, you'd be surprised at how quickly word gets around. And, and just in the neighborhood, people were saying, like, you know, you have these kids. What are you doing? Is it a daycare? And a lot of um, I want to also tell people, too because the the information is is just not readily available it's that you have to have in order to have a daycare okay have to have a daycare you have to have and, and i know in the state of california as well um no more than six children okay, okay. and they'll say that no they'll say seven but i, I say no more no, no more than six children you don't want to get in any trouble with um community care license licensing or dcfs or anything like that okay right. so what i yeah so what i did was I filed a private school affidavit. Okay. Oh, okay. And I, I filed a, um, an affidavit and I said, look, this isn't a daycare. Okay. This isn't a, it's a learning environment. Not that daycares cannot be, but I, it wasn't classified as a daycare. I didn't have any infants. I didn't, I wasn't taking any kids that, that weren't potty trained. It wasn't, it, it wasn't that type of situation. I had to fight for it because it didn't exist. Right. They, said, they told me it didn't exist, that you can't do this. And I said, you, you show me where I can't <laughs> or, you know, this is this is what, what we're doing. So um, we did it. And I was homeschooling other children. And um, from then, and that's how I started. All these so, children, you were homeschooling. So when you're saying you're homeschooling, and at this point, you didn't even have a facility. You were taking the resources no. and making a classroom in your home. They were, they were in my home because with, with the home, with the 
a homeschool setup because we we can talk about the the private school setup as well. But with the homeschool, they have all of the resources for you. They have teachers that will come to your home and assess and say, hey, this is what you need. We'll order this for you. We'll order this curriculum for you. All these parents, I signed up all these parents under that same program so that the teachers would come and assess every single child individually and say, this is what you need. This is what you need. This is what you need. And that's what we did. And um, yeah, it was in my home. Um, I hired, I was able to hire two teachers. Okay. Mm -hmm. I hired two teachers that came and um, they ran the classrooms. At that point I had like three classrooms, you know? And so one bedroom in my house, I had a four, I have four bedroom house. One, one room was a kindergarten classroom and another room was um, like the first grade classroom and another room <laughs> was the, for the older kids. And it was, the classrooms were still small and they, they loved it. I, even when, you know, they were tearing up the house, the paint was coming, uh, you know, with, the, with kids, it was hard to keep my house in order. So that's, I, that's what I'm it. thinking. I'm like, how do you preserve, like, if you're get, dedicating three bedrooms to classrooms, yes. then how oh, do you preserve we, certain space for just, you know, you, your husband and your children? How does that? Oh, yeah. We, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was we were we were pretty much um, in a one bedroom at that point. I mean, the, the space that was for us that I mean, that's that's how it was. Um, wow. That's a and, huge sacrifice. Yeah, you know, it, I looking back on it, <laughs> it was, and, and at the time, it was. It. Tribe, we receive so much positive encouragement about our podcast, and a lot of you have asked how you can help support it. One of the easiest ways to show your appreciation is to press pause and take a second to write a review about the benefit of this content. And while you're there, make sure you click subscribe so that every time a new show drops, you're the first to know about it. just she had some issues um that that were at the school and the mom was like you know I just can I bring my daughter to you and so I always joke and say I started with three kids and two were mine you know and I always tell people that and sometimes you know they get frustrated they're starting their cares and they can't get it going I said listen I started with three kids and two were mine you know and they always laugh and I'm like it it's so true that I, I I did but um I was because, you know, you'd be surprised at how quickly word gets around. And in, just in the neighborhood, people were saying, like, you know, you have these kids. What are you doing? Is it a daycare? And a lot of, um, I want to also tell people, too, because the, the information is, is just not readily available. It's that you have to have, in order to have a daycare, okay, have to have a daycare. You have to have, and, and I know in the state of California as well, um, no more than six children, okay? And they'll say that now. They'll say seven, but I, I say no more. No, no more than six children. You don't want to get in any trouble with um, community care license, licensing or DCFS or anything like that, okay? So what I yeah. So what I did was 
I filed a private school affidavit. Okay. And, and I, I filed a, um, an affidavit and I said, look, this isn't a daycare. Okay. This isn't a, it's a learning environment. Not that daycares cannot be, but I, it wasn't classified as a daycare. I didn't have any infants. I didn't, I wasn't taking any kids that, that weren't potty trained. It wasn't, it, it wasn't that type of situation. I had to fight for it because it didn't exist. They said, they told me it didn't exist, that you can't do this. And I said, you, you show me where I can't, <laughs> or, you know, this is, this is what, what we're doing. So, um, we did it and I was homeschooling other children and, um, from then, and that's how I, I stayed home after uh, my husband, he actually took a second job so that I could stay home um, so that we could be more financially secure. Um, and he took a second job. I stayed home and I said, you know what? I really got to <laughs> make this work because he's, he's, he's working really hard, you know, and he put a lot of faith in me. I said, okay, let me just go ahead and, 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 and make this work. Um, with the kids. And so I did all the research. I, I read books. I watched videos. I went out. I spoke to people that were doing it, that were homeschooling their kids. I spoke to their kids. Um, I, I did a lot of research. And so um, when we would go out after some months, people would say, well, where, where do they go to school? They're so this, they're so that. And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm homeschooling them. And, and some of my friends started to, to um bring their kids too and say, or want to bring their kids and say, can, you know, can, can I drop my kid off with you? Your kids seem to be doing um, really well. So what happened was that I found that if you become what's called a vendor for a homeschool program, a chartered homeschool program, you can be paid for teaching other students as well for homeschooling other students. Oh, and wow. so, yeah. And so, um, because I was used to working and, and, and helping, you know, the family financially. And I said, well, maybe that's not the only way. It's not only one way I can, I can do that. And so I was, I, I looked into it and I found that um, I could become a, a vendor. And so I got a business license and I got my insurance and I, I wrote my business plan. I said, I can do this. This is, um, these are my kids. You know, I, I can do this. I, I did all the research and, um, while I was home, because I had the, at the time, the, the freedom to do so, I did my, my business plan. I took it to a bank and the bank said, oh my gosh, this is great. Um, but not at this time. <laughs> oh, wow. So, but yeah, like, so, I have this all together. I have this plan. I got kids who want to go. Yeah. I'm already yeah. schooling my kids. What do you mean? Yeah. Right I said, forget it. I said, forget it. No, it, no worries. It's not for me. So I went home and um, I had nothing. <laughs> I had no money to invest in it because, you know, um, we had made this big transition. And so, we, you know, we were kind of playing catch up. And so I was like, okay. So I was going into the kids' rooms, like, you don't need this this rug, do you? I'll take this rug. I'll give it right back. And I would put the rug down, you know, <laughs> like in the living room. And I and and piece by piece, I would go to IKEA, like pick up little trinkets, little things, little toys. Um, and before long, I, I had a fully functioning classroom, you know, oh. that was there, just like piece by piece. And so by the end of the year, that was two thousand. 16. By the end of that school year, I had 24 kids. Wow. So you went from your two children who are three years apart to having 24? Yes. Yes, Yes, ma'am. And I always joke and say uh, my first student 
uh, her mom was, uh, she was uh, my mom's friend from work and uh, her daughter had had it, you know. They were, they were in my home because with, with the home, with the a homeschool setup, because we, we can talk about the, the private school setup as well, but with the homeschool, they have all of the resources for you. They have teachers that will come to your home and assess and say, hey, this is what you need. We'll order this for you. We'll order this curriculum for you. All these parents, I signed up all these parents under that same program so that the teachers would come and assess every single child individually and say, this is what you need. This is what you need. This is what you need. And that's what we did. And um, yeah, it was in my home. Um, I hired, I was able to hire two teachers. Okay. I hired two teachers that came and um, they ran the classrooms. At that point, I had like three classrooms you know, and so one bedroom in my house, I had a four, I have four bedroom house. One, one room was a kindergarten classroom and another room was um, like the first grade classroom and another room <laughs> was the, for the older kids. And it was, the classrooms were still small and they, they loved it. I, even when, you know, they were tearing up the house, the paint was coming, uh, you know, with, <laughs> with kids, it was hard to keep my house in order. So. One Sun, Three Flowers is a one-stop shop for the entire family. Our mother-daughter clothing brand promotes self-care, unity, and wellness for the entire tribe through tees and sweatshirts. We created the One Sun, Three Flowers shop a year ago when we challenged ourselves to create clothing that promoted self-care, self-love, and helped you connect with your highest self and your families. Head to the One Sun, Three Flowers, dot myshopify.com and save yourself 10% when you use the code PODCAST2019. That's One Sun, the number three, flowers.myshopify.com Enjoy Flower Tribe! Wow, so after that you guys have everything all set up and then you receive some pretty devastating or life-altering news. So he had to leave his job to take care of you. Right. And so um, at the time it was so new and they were going through so much testing, you know, uh, some of the, the uh, no, um, neurology team wasn't really sure. They thought I had a stroke. And so they weren't really sure. And so um, I didn't have a nurse coming. To, I didn't have anything. I didn't have when I got home, like I, I didn't have any support. Okay. Like this was brand new. The doctors were still trying to figure it out. And so he had to come home like and, and help me. And, um, I, I remember the kids were working so hard for the shop day you know, on their stuff, um, on all the, you know, their inventory and everything. And we had shop day. I was in my wheelchair. I didn't care. <laughs> I was like, we're going to do it. And, um, it was outside in the backyard, the event and, it went on and it was great. And, um, they all sold out. It was, the people came out to support the kids and it was amazing. And that's, that's really what I remember. And, um, from it, so I don't carry on with the project for the kids. Yeah. Your commitment was so great. If you're out the hospital, 
in a wheelchair still helping them. Yeah, yeah. Oh my and, gosh. Yeah, and and it's funny that we're recounting it now because at the time I was like, these they work so hard, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna be disappointed if they can't do it. And so um we did that and um let's see, we went through the summer and mm-hmm. um I didn't have a therapist at the time. I didn't have physical therapy or anything like that because they were still trying to rule out the fact that um, I didn't have a stroke. Okay. And so it was like MS on the papers for now type of thing. And so um, until they, they, they really hashed everything out, got like all this extra testing and everything. And so Devin was the one that uh, taught me how to walk again over the summer. And so, um, wow. Yeah. And, 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 let me see. We did every night. We went out um, outside so I can get used to just being outside, um, like in the chair or on my feet, like trying to to, to uh, maneuver with a walker and, um, and you know at at home and things. So by the time the school year came around, it was um, I was I was much better and I was, and so I was walking by the time uh, school started back up again. So I was at it again. Oh, so you say you were paralyzed two months and then through the yes. summer you. With yeah, the kids are off during the summer. You, you don't have yeah. like a summer school program. So it really no, gave no, us no. an opportunity to recover. Right. I, yeah. We didn't do the summer program at all. Um, and I was, uh, let's see. Yeah. So we were at home when this happened. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just trying to recount accurately. Yeah. And then after that, that's when we started looking for um, a facility. So it, it turns out it is a mess and it was, um, it was it was really coming and with the flare the flare ups every time I got sick that would happen I would I would become paralyzed and so we were able to um, plan a little bit more and Devin now helps full time at the school so um, oh wow actually, yeah so um, he's he's helping there now because I still get I still I'm in and out of the hospital still and so we we have a plan like a backup plan like a backup staff <laughs> that comes in when I'm not able to to be there so. It, um, right. it, it, wow. it, works <laughs> it works out. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the, I mean, there's so many things here, the importance of like partnership, because <laughs> clearly you chose the right husband, right? Um, because it yeah, seems like yeah, you certainly has supportive. had your back. Yeah, yeah. But then also even you carrying out your vision. I mean, I don't know if you, with you sitting there on the side of surgery, you know, it seems no, like no. it might have been hard for you to maintain that career after this new diagnosis. You know, I would not have been able to work. And and that's and you know what that's really what what I want to get out to people um just the the fact that it doesn't it does not matter. Everything is working for you. It may not look like it right now, but like can you imagine how close um Devin and I are after he taught me how to walk, you know what I mean? After he, he, he left after he was faced with so much and, and he, he did so much, um, for the family, we were so much closer after that. At the time I didn't see it, you know, like what it would do, but that's the thing about it is that, you know, it doesn't seem it's for you or, you know, it's you in another path or another direction. But if you want what you want and you've asked for it, it's coming no matter what, like no matter what it seems like, if you don't have any money, if you say, I don't have the space, I don't have this, but I need this, it's going to come. And sometimes it looks like a challenge and it's, it's, it's helping you. It's it's something that you got to work through and get through and figure out. And when you're on the other side of that challenge, you can see, oh my God, I needed that. 
I needed right. it. I needed everything that I that 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 happened. I'm not gonna say went through. Um, I it, it I got to experience all of that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It like it was all yeah. a part of your journey. Yeah, of course. I mean, but that was the optimistic aspect because I mean, MS is not a small diagnosis, but the optimism and the positivity that is um, still in your spirit, I, I just have to tell you that it's so motivational. It's so beautiful. I think that it's so uplifting. I'm sure people are listening and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, wow, who might be battling that diagnosis or something else or maybe none and just are yeah. really inspired by you, Tia, because you really have a phenomenal story. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I, I mean, really with, I, I know some people that um, maybe hardly even catch colds, you know, can look at something like that and say, wow, wow, that, that can be really devastating. But no matter what you think your challenge is, it's valid. It's valid. You know, it's that is so true to you. Thank you for saying that and for validating the experiences of others and letting them be okay with living in their truth and in their comfort. Tribe, we are so excited to be on so many different platforms. Anchor, of course, is our hosting platform, but we invite you to listen to the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast wherever you feel most comfortable. Feel free to check us out on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and so much more. To see a list of the places that we are hosting our podcast, please feel free to visit our One Sun Three Flowers podcast page on Instagram or visit us at facebook.com slash One Sun Three Flowers. We look forward to connecting with you and we look forward to continuing to uplift you. That's awesome, Tia. So it sounds like you have a lot of different uh, things going on at your school. So I know you can kind of get caught up in the responsibility of so much. But what is your direct responsibility? I know you are the founder, but do you teach? What do you do? You know, I fill in for the teachers if they're not able to make it. So I'm pretty much the sub (laughs) whenever um, something happens and they can't make it. But in between those times, I coordinate the day to the day to day activities like we go on field trips, like um, usually about once or twice a month. We go on field trips since it's so small. Um, So I coordinate the day to day activities like the the trips and events and the parent conferences. um, And I I relieve the teachers of a lot of the the duties that they would normally have. So I, I put together. Uh, like if they have papers to grade, I'll grade their papers. I put together all of their, um, like if they need the curriculum, the packets, you know, anything like that printed out, I do that for them. Um, and, oh, I work with the the, the government programs, um, like for the the grants and the the, the funding, um, the, the grant writing, let me see. And I work um, whatever whatever they can afford um, from the parents. And we're, we're also funded through, um, and you guys... 
I mean, it's different from state to state, but each state has different programs that they pay for um, families that uh, may not be able to cover the cost of certain programs, maybe daycare or, or private schooling, any type of uh, tuition-based learning. And so we do get government funding from those type programs as well. As well. Ours is called Crystal Stairs and um, in, in, the, in, in the Los Angeles area. So, so they, parents, they funded as well. Parents pay for, what they um, can. Parents um, that can't afford to pay there's governmental price. funding and so, there's grant writing, all helping to support the funding of the school. Yes. And a portion of that money is you and Devin's salary. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a, it's a portion. Yeah. As with any other um, nonprofit, you take a, a portion of that and a portion goes back back into it. But I we we have it right. so that no family has to be turned away because they cannot pay. You know, we don't I just like, you know, if we because the thing about it is that right. I. I believe that quality education is for everyone. You know, it has to be for everyone. And it's not that the school across the street doesn't have quality education, but it, it, it may, there's so many different types of learners out there. There's a program for each of them, you know, and if they don't have the resources or the funding, they're not able to find those programs, you know, that, that are for them. So we just want to make it available, you know, for, for everyone. If it is a match, sense. you know, we, we feel like it, they deserve it. So we'll keep going. For funding. Yeah. So we'll keep working on the, on the funding, but for now it, we, um, it's like I said before, you know, it's paying for itself. Also, it's, it's oh, right, for the because staff obviously and, we the and teachers we're really grateful are for being it. paid through that so same funding and that same right because our educators have to be yes. paid too, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So that's yeah, that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing because we we need them. We cannot, we, Devin and I can't do it without them. And so, and they they love the kids and they're they're just as passionate about them and the kids love them. And and um, we all thrive together like a, a huge family. So um, it's it's really important. Yes, it's really important absolutely. That, that, um, that we compensate our they teachers fairly. <laughs> they, they absolutely deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. They deserve it. Well, so, thank yeah. you for filling that in. And the grant writing. Um, yeah, so... Are these just, do you have a grant writer with you or are these just tricks that you learned along the way? Like, did you just learn along the way how to write grants and where to look for them or? Yeah, I did. I did. I, did. I am, I am seeking, seeking help now for a grant writer, but I did learn, uh, you know, in, in school, they teach you a few things here and there. And um, like, in, in, you know, in your one-on-one and your basic classes, and I, I never took anything for, you know, grant writing specifically. So when I went to talk with, to, to speak with other um, community leaders and, and other people that have been, uh, that have nonprofits and um, churches and, you know, different, different types of establishments, um, I, I always spoke with them on how to present myself, how to present my letters and how, how to, um, to properly head them and, and, and how to get their attention so um, so that it, it worked. And I got a few pointers. Um, I was already 
a strong writer. So I, I knew that I could, I could, I could persuade <laughs> in, in my writing. I just wanted to, um, to learn how to reach out to more people. And, and they, they were able to give me the resources in order to do that and to give, and they, some of them even gave me templates, you know, to work off of. So I am not, I'm not an expert in the area. There are, if, if there's anyone out there that needs guidance on that, there's so many, I hate to be general, but there's so many books out there that helps, that helps with grant writing. And then that's, it's, it's one of the things they have a book out there for, for, um, for dummies, uh, the, I think it's the, the dummies, um, guide for grant writing. Um, they have that at Barnes and Noble. So that, that's what I did pretty, I'm pretty much self-taught. I yeah, did all that's that, absolutely um, though encouraging with, with help, because with we're in a space <laughs> right now where we can teach ourselves a lot. There's just an abundance of resources and to be going out, involving other people in the community, reading books, having these conversations, that's all a, a source of, those are all resources. Those are all sources of information. And so if you really are serious about this, guys, you have to get out and yes. tap into the resources that are available at your fingertips. And as a proponent of community, I'm going to say that everything doesn't have to be about you going yes. to even necessarily purchase these resources because we have like libraries and other free resources. Yeah, that you can tap into or conversations yes. with people that you Library. know are running yes. your institution. Yes. Sometimes just asking makes a big, big yes. difference. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and and they're they're so willing. I know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, on my path, people were really willing. There were there were those that were threatened, and some will be threatened by your dreams and your aspirations, or even what you are doing. But it does it doesn't matter. That you, you keep going, and I I was I keep going, and until I reached um, I reached the people that wanted to give the the information that wanted this, you know, the knowledge to get out there. And, um, and it was great. It was, it was great. So if you find one person that, that, that can't or won't help keep going until you find someone else, go to a library. Like, yeah, like you said, um, it's, it's on the, the, uh, the internet, even Kindles, you can, um, if you have Amazon prime, you can borrow some books on, um, on, on Kindle for free. So it's, it's really it's a lot of ways. And thank you so much to for get information that. out there. So let's rewind back for a second, because I know we talked about the fact that you have 20 plus students and those students are no longer just elementary age students. You have secondary ed students as well. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that program, the students that attend and what the homeschool structure looks like for your secondary ed students? So your student is taking homeschooling classes and as well as working on her, your ninth grade student is taking homeschool classes as well as working right. her associate degree at a neighboring college. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So by the time she finishes high school, uh, she will have her AA degree as well. So that's what our high school program is, is looking like now. Okay. So um, what's phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just excited for the kids. Also, um, I just, I, I want to go on from there, like from our program to encourage other community leaders, other teachers, um, other families that they can do this too. You know, if you have a passion for it, if, you know, with the educators already, you know, if you have a, you already have a passion 
for the children. You already have a passion for, you know, for teaching. You know, we can do this as community leaders, you know, wherever you are, wherever you live, you can service the children around you. And it doesn't have to be a Monday through Friday type um, setup. You can always do something where it's three days a week or two days a week. You can do a homeschool co-op. You can, you know, you can, you can run um, a small program. You can start a school. You can start a charter school. You know, um, I, I really wanted to connect with some other uh, leaders, community leaders and educators as well to start some a type of committee or a group, a meetup, something to where we can get this information out there, the, the resources, because the only reason why it's not there is because we just don't know. We don't have the resources and we don't know that we can start schools in our homes. You know, we don't know that that we can homeschool children or start a private school or a charter school. You know, it's, it's you, you know, we just right. we don't know. Um, and if we do know that we can, we don't know how. You know, so I just I want to that's my right. goal. I want to get out the information just as much as I can um, about how to do this and on 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 different levels. You know, you can it can be very small with just your family. It can be very large where you're starting some huge charter school or private school. You know, it's it's all on it's, it's all in what you want to do, you know, and, and the time that you're 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 willing to share. Absolutely. That's Oh, so encouraging. And I think that it's really important for us to come together, like you're saying, and be able to share like we're doing on this podcast, but make this more of something that we're a part of our normal day to day practice or monthly practice, whatever, coming through and sharing these resources, because you may have something that can help someone else in another city or in another community to keep this idea going. So thank you for saying that. Oh, no, no, no problem. You're very, very welcome. Um, I I just, I want to, and you know what? I I wanted to say too, thank you for this because it takes a lot of courage um, to go on and and present your ideas, you know, to the world. So thank you for for having me on as well. And I've been trying to get up my, like the courage to start, (laughs) to start a YouTube channel, you know, on on really on just this, you know, on on just telling people, uh, giving people the, the resources showing them the options that they have and I have not gotten up my <laughs> my courage and you're just so courageous and you just put yourself out there and I, I thank you for for doing that as well and sharing your talents with us I really appreciate absolutely. it absolutely thank you for that encouragement and we <laughs> myself and all the listeners included I'm sure will be looking forward to seeing that YouTube page so we're gonna we're gonna wait for you to walk oh, thank that. you <laughs> thank you so much Absolutely. thank you so much I, I really appreciate that thank you thank you for having me. yeah you're welcome so are there any other words of wisdom that you want to leave for our listeners or yeah. you know maybe people looking to start a school other women anything that you just feel that needs to be uh, stated um, yeah for our yeah listeners? for sure you know as you're researching, as you're learning, every book that you pick up, if, if you do have a large aspiration, such as starting a school, um, a large dream, that's something that people say, you know, they may say, why? <laughs> why would you do that? This is a school up the street from uh-huh. you. Just send your kids to that school. You know, focus on n- not what you don't want at that time, not what may not happen, not what other people are saying or asking, but what you do want as you're going toward it as you're looking toward it, you know, like that's the best thing. You cannot focus on what you don't want as you're moving toward your goal. 
you know, and so no matter what right. you're doing, um, as you're reading, as you're writing, as you're researching, you know, what to do as far as, as you're gaining your resources and your knowledge, look toward the goal. Don't look at what you don't want. You have to look toward that goal because anything else can swallow, the doubt can swallow you whole. You know, the doubt is so toxic right. that, you know, you won't ever see the light if you, you know, if you stay with that doubt. So keep going toward that goal. Like no matter right. what looks like it's, it can stop you, just keep thinking about what you do want toward that goal. And it doesn't matter if you have the funding or not, or the credit or not, because I didn't, you know, it doesn't matter if you have the support or a great mom, <laughs> you know, like, like I did, I had a fantastic mom that came in and said, Hey, I'll help you, uh, you know, whatever you need, I'll help you. I'll give you whatever, you know, if you don't have that, keep going toward the goal. There's some things that I didn't have as well, you know, keep going toward it and, um, and don't stop until you look up and you're there. That's <laughs> that is yeah. phenomenal advice thank you Tia well I'm sure there are going to be so many people who want to get in contact with you do you have any uh, like a website for your school any social media channels or any information that you will like contact information that you will be willing to share on the podcast so people can connect oh, with sure you? thank you very much um for bringing that up my website for the school is whitlockpowell.com is W-H-I-T-L-O-C-K-P-O-W-E-L-L.com. The school is called Whitlock Powell Academy. <laughs> and um, it's, it's WhitlockPowell.com. And my, the Instagram is kindly at kindly underscore Tia, K-I-N-D-L-Y underscore T-I-A. And... I think that's that's about it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. And I will certainly be putting that in the show notes so that our listeners will be able to reach out and connect with you. Um, but it has been so awesome having you on the podcast. Thank, thank you. you so much for agreeing to do this and sharing so much information with everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really enjoyed it. Thank you. You're very welcome. You are absolutely welcome. And to all my listeners, make sure as you are taking notes and soaking in this information that you remember to click that like button, subscribe to whatever platform channel that you're listening to. And of course, we always appreciate your reviews. You guys thoughts and comments and reviewing us on the platform app that you are listening to is your greatest way of telling us Thank you for spreading this information and keeping us going. We thank you so much for tuning in and bye for now. Remember to keep blowing. Thanks for listening to the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast. Check out show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.onesunthreeflowers.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We want to connect with your tribe. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. And remember to bloom into your best self. If you'd like to be featured on a future episode of the One Sun 
three flowers podcast make sure to connect with me at www.onesun3flowers.com or on my instagram at onesun3flowers podcast we are committed to our blooming tribe of women and we are excited to connect with you